Praise the Lord. Come on, praise the Lord. Amen. What a minute. Love you also, buddy. Praise the Lord. All right. We're going to celebrate the amazing God. Pray everybody had a good week this week. It's been a try week for me, but God is faithful. Praying for our, our community here at El Cajon. All the things we've been through this week. But um, what it does and what it should do, allow people to look to Christ and all the amazing things that he can do. Let's pray. Spirit of God. Let your rain drop from heaven to fresh upon your people. Spirit of God, let your rain drop from heaven to fresh upon your word. Spirit of God, let your rain drop to provide your service this morning. Lord, let me decrease that your spirit might increase. I pray, God, for transparency. They might see through me through your son. But Father, in case they stop with your servant, please send your servant to do to a sign that I may show them the way of the Father. Because, God, this is absolutely nothing about me. This is completely all about you. And since it's all about you, it's absolutely nothing about me. I pray for provision this morning, for challenge. I pray for conviction, and, oh, God, I pray for creative change. Where your people are challenged and convicted by your word, they will be changed by the same power, by the same word. Let your spirit have the right of way. Let your iconic glow continue to minister to this temple, God. Let you accept welcome today. I present you in thy sight, O Lord and my Redeemer. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We're on a series that's called Daring Faith. So I hope you have your handouts. You have your handouts on the Daring Faith. Um, last week, we talked about um, who do you see, and we kind of picked up a little nice little kitty cat with a little lion. And so we're going to kind of go have the same type of thing today. Um, we're going to talk about fearless faith. Um, that, that cat ain't scared, is he? He, 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 he can. That cat was a lion. Last week, we sh- I showed you a little kitty cat. He really fe- that's, that's what that looks like. When you think you are a lion, you can walk around and walk in front of a bunch of dogs without being scared. That's fearless faith. Well, as believers, we ought to have the same type of faith in Jesus Christ. And most people don't understand the benefits or why we are faithful, why we, why we, we love Jesus, why we, it's important for us to have fearless faith, not faith that's caught up in the world, not faith that's caught up in, in, in situations, but faith that's in God. And so John 6, we have a bunch of scriptures we're going to kind of go through today as I unpack this topic I'm really not going to go through a verse, but I'm going to unpack a topic today. John 6.33 says, God wants you to answer. God wants you to to have faith in the one he has sent. Um, We are to have faith in Jesus Christ because God has sent him. Today's message is called The Benefits of Fearless Faith in Jesus. Um, Your faith has to be rooted and and grounded in a Jesus that will take care of you, that that will provide your needs. We live in this, the shooting this weekend, all things that's going on. Um, what I have is fearless faith in Jesus Christ. Um, the racial tension, the struggles, the, the economics. Without having some secure faith in who you are in Jesus, you could make it. And so I, I want to give you some benefits of having faith in Christ. Well, the first one is everything I've done, I've ever done wrong is forgiven. Whatever I've done in my life. By me having fearless, amazing, there, there's nothing at all, there's nothing at all that I have done in my past that God has not forgiven me for. The Bible says in Acts chapter 10, it says through him, all the prophets testify, they bear witness, that everyone who believes in him, who adheres to, trusts in, relies on him, give himself up to him, receive forgiveness of their sins through his name. 
That's the amplified version. It, it blows up that if you come to Christ, no matter what you've done, everything you've done, everything you've done by believing in Jesus Christ is forgiven. Forgiveness is the final form of love. What Christ did on the cross and allowed us to forgive, be forgiven, is the true form of love, final form of love for us. And you must realize when I come to Christ, that's who, that's, he's forgiven me for all I've done. Romans 2, Romans 3 says this here. God put people in the right, God puts people right through their faith in Jesus Christ. God does this all who believe in Christ because there is no difference at all. Because the Bible says everyone has sinned and has fallen from God's presence, saving presence. But by the free gift of God, grace, all are put what? Right with him. Through who? Who set them free. Psalms, one, Psalms 103.12 says this here, as far as the east is from the west, so far have he removed our transgressions from us. There, there's, there's nothing that connects our sin to us once we come to saving faith in Christ. Nothing. And, and that's the reason why I said that's fearless. How many of us here have, have a past? Have I got a past, a decent past? Or done, or done some stuff? Got some stuff. Got some stuff. Got some stuff in the closet we don't want nobody to see. How about that? Got some, got some, some bones with a whole skeleton up in there. And, and God said, according to his word, if I come to him, that's as far as the east to the west when it comes to, to, to my life. East to the west. So my gang activities, my running streets in, in Compton, L.A., in, in Compton, and all that stuff, Crip, Pyru, all, all that stuff, east to the west. When I came to Christ that, thir- that, that Thursday night, all that stuff, all the shootouts, all the running, all the, the car chases, and, and all that stuff was as far as the east to the west when I came to Jesus. And, 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 I can walk in, 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 the, in, the, in the faith that God has forgiven me. My past is still there. But I can have the faith to know that God, in spite of my past, because of what your son has done on the cross, I can walk in freedom knowing that I'm forgiven because my sins are as far from the east as the west in your sight. That's an awesome place to be at in your life. So therefore, no one can talk about you, can put you down, can throw it back in your face because you know what? Say, hey, you know, you, th- that may be real to you, but as far as the God I serve, all my stuff as far as the east and to the west. And that gives me a faith where I don't care less. What anyone says, my, I, I am so fearless, I, I, I can care less because I'm saved. I've been forgiven. My transgressions are no, longer, are no longer valid. Satan can't accuse me with that anymore because why? They're as far as the east to the west. That's the benefit of having fearless. I don't walk around in fear of my past. I don't walk around in, 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 in shame of my past because why? My past and my shame has been forgiven. Second thing, I've learned God's purpose for my life. I've learned God's purpose for my life. Once I get saved, once you come to Christ and, and you realize that, that, that the stuff, your, your, past, your past junk becomes your, your experience and because you know, your test becomes your mess, becomes your message. And the mess of my past, the mess of my struggles, the mess of my fear, 
all those things now become a message of hope that I can tell someone the same God that changed my life, the same God that, that, that helped me, the same God now that can use you. And guess what? I get purpose now. A lot of us let life happen to us and let, instead of letting us do life. Life doesn't happen. You, let, you, you do life. Don't let life put you down. You do life. And when you have purpose, life doesn't trump. Life doesn't trip you up when you have purpose. Because Colossians 1.16 says this here. For everything, I love this verse, the way the message translation says it. It says, for everything, absolutely everything, above and below, visible, invisible, rank after rank after rank of angels, everything got started in him. And guess what it does? Finds his what? It's nothing we have in this world. Nothing. It does not come in the purpose and divine revelation of Jesus Christ. Nothing. That's a freedom. That God will take your mess, make it to a message, and guess what? He understood that because of who, of who you were, that mess, as you endured the mess, and realized I got to come to him, he made that message to a message, that testament to a testament, because why? He's an amazing God. Because there's something you There is something in this world you were put here to do. Only you can do it. There is something in this world you were put here to do. And only you. Pastor, I'm not, I'm not a doctor. I'm not, guess what? The, the, you may usher in the next person. You know who led? Well, D.L. Moody is one of the greatest evangelists we ever had in this, in this nation besides Billy Graham. A shoe salesman. Let D.L. Moody to Christ. William Kimball. Did shoes. <laughs> Sold shoes. And let a little boy to Christ. And here you are thinking you got to be so. No, no. Play your part. If the shoe salesman didn't have amazing faith in Christ, he wouldn't have talked to D.L. Moody. If he just saw a little kid, no, he saw somebody, he saw a child that had potential. He told him about Jesus Christ, and the rest, as they say, is history. Because why? There was something that he had to do. And God been put that man in that shoe store for that one reason and one reason to tell D.L. Moody, you need Jesus Christ. And guess what? The thousands, if not millions of people who were saved through that man's ministry are attached back to young to Mr. William Kimball, the shoe salesman. There is something you only you can do in this world. Ephesians 1 says this here. Moreover, because of what Christ has done, we have become what? Gifts to God that he delights in. For as parts of God's what? Sovereign plan. We were chosen from the beginning to be his and all things happen just as he what? Look at verse 12. God's purpose in this was that we should what? And give glory to him by doing these what? Underline that on your handout. Mighty things. William Kimmel may have thought that talking to that little man, that, that, that little boy at nine years old was no big deal. But guess what? In God's plan, that became a mighty thing. He built colleges and seminars and became a great evangelist and birthed the great um, Revivals of, of the Great Awakening because why? A young man, a, a man said he is somebody who 
who were first impressed with Christ. I, 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 I get so, dis- I get so, people feel that they have no hope, that, that their life is insignificant. You don't realize how important just being you, being a child of God, being someone that loves Jesus Christ, being someone who will do what they're supposed to do, how important that is. Because only you can do you. You can best of your ability. Change this world. You may, not have, you, may not have, you may not have stuff in front of your name or stuff in the behind your name. But guess what? You do have a name. And according to the word of God, he says, he cares about you. Every hair, every hair on your head. From the top of your head to the soles of your feet, God cares. He said, if I care about the sparrow, how I feed them, don't I care about you? He said, he cares about the perfect purpose he has for you in his life. Thirdly, I get God's strength for daily living. Uh, how many of you know that, that we need God every day to get you through this stuff? I had a rough week. This week this was not a great week for me. When, there's all, when, there's, when you are, by God's purpose, a city elder, and if stuff goes wrong, they call you. I, I done met the mayor so much this week in Oklahoma. I, I Police chief and this guy and this leader and that leader. Tired. Don't go, didn't go to sleep till 11, 11, 12 o'clock at night for meetings. Prayer vigils. Trying to, trying to bring sides together because there's always two sides when this stuff happens. And I'm trying to be, the th- and I'm trying to show the third side. The side of Christ. I don't try to pick sides. I just try to pick Jesus. And doing that, I got to, Got to pick. There's, there's, a, there's a third lane of life to run because I don't want to run in, in, in the in, in the in the shoot everybody. I don't want to run everybody's a criminal. How about let's run into somebody being justice? I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have, you can write this down. Your pastor is, is a Rebecca three two preacher and a, and a Micah six eight. Anything, anything social goes on in this America in this world, a Becca three two and Micah six eight. That's that's my stance. I let God take care of it. 6a says mercy and justice and walk home before God. I don't pick what I don't pick a side. I pick Jesus. Rebecca says states and say, God, things you did in the past, do it now. God saying God to change the world in the past, do it now. Show yourself strong. If God, when God shows himself strong, all this nonsense will stop. But I'm praying for, for God to come back with Rebecca 3 2. And in his fear, show mercy. And his, his I'm sorry, in his anger, I want him to show mercy. Because how many know that God is getting God is getting mad? At some point, God will, God's going to send down some stuff. But I'm praying, Habakkuk three two. God, in your anger, show us mercy. And God will walk humble before you in mercy and justice. Isaiah said this here. I love the way that the, the Living Bible says this. He gives power to the tired and worn out. anybody anybody tired and worn out this week? <laughs> tired and worn out. And strength too weak. Into the strength to the weak. Even you shall be what? Exhausted. And the young men will what? Just give up. Anybody been, anybody been, anybody been there? Tired and worn out? Just, just forget it. God said, I'll give you, I like the way that the good old-fashioned New King says this. He says, but those who wait upon the Lord, he shall what? 
They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be what? They shall walk and not faint. I, I, I love this, 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 this story about the eagle. When it rains, when it rains, most birds head for shelter. The eagle is the only bird that in order to, above, in order to avoid the rain, he does what? The text says, when you wait upon the Lord, he'll give you strength to fly above the storm. But those who wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They shall what? The same wing, because see, when you're an eagle, you don't try to hide from a storm. You go above it. It grows you. It develops you. But you got to wait on God. I know you're tired. I know you're weary. But you got to wait on God. And Ephesians 1 says this here. And you know <laughs> that God's power is very great for us who believe. It is the same as the mighty power he used to raise Christ from the dead and to put him at his right side in the heavenly places. If your issue is not bigger than a dead Jesus, God can fix it. Your problem is bigger than a dead Jesus, and you may got something on God. But if your problem is less than a dead Jesus, God got you covered. Because here it is. Always go with the choice that scares you the most. Because that's the one that's what? God may be pulling something out of you that you that you can't do without the struggle and the storm. And he gives you strength to, have, to understand that and say, you can do it because he said in Philippians 4.13, I have this strength to what? To face all the conditions of, by the power that Christ, what? I love the way that that, 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 that says that. Today's English, that's, not, sometimes you think, Pastor, why are you using so many different versions? Because I wanted to say something. I wanted, I wanted to get in your head. I wanted you to understand that this is what it says. I have the strength to face all conditions. That's not in the way the New King James said, but it's in, but it's in today's English version, though. And I want you to get that. I want you. To, I go through. I go through eighteen to twenty different versions to get one that's, that states what I want to say. All conditions. All conditions mean what? All conditions. No matter what you got, no matter what you're going through, all God gives you strength to handle all conditions. This this week, during the holiday season, you know. My mom died. She, you know, she, again, uh, all conditions. My dad, all conditions. Having deja vu moments, all conditions. Through power. Because I'll see him again in heaven. He gave me strength to handle all conditions. And fourthly and lastly, I'm guaranteed eternal life. <laughs> you know, you know why I have to this faith, Trace? I care less about this world. I am so secure in this in this thing about my afterlife. I can care less, Devonte. I really do. Karen sometimes say, "You you have a death wish." Well, yeah, I do. It doesn't matter to me. It doesn't. It's, I'm going to heaven. I'm good. So if I stay here, the Bible says that's good for you. If I go home. Good for me and Jesus will hang out. I'm I'm good. Whatever, whatever he however he plans it, 
I'm, I'm good. I, it's a win-win. I got enough insurance for Karen to put a nice little get her Mercedes Benz and put in memory of on the back of the back of the window. <laughs> you know, and, and I'm good. I'm good because I'm gonna see her again, and she's gonna see me, and we're gonna both. Cause you know, I, I, yes, do I want to see my grand? Yes, you know, I, I want to see her. You know what? I've been to India. I lived a pretty good life so far. I'm, I'm going to Africa next year. I, I've lived a pretty good life so far. I've been to Cuba. I've been to foreign countries. I've, we've, we all have lived a pretty good life so far. If God doesn't bless you, not one more thing, you shouldn't complain about nothing because you've done, if you, until you go into a third world country and see what they live like, you've been blessed. You've been completely, unequivocally blessed beyond your wildest imagination because you are living in this country. You have nothing to complain about, period. Count how, how tough you might think it is. So I've lived the best, I've, I'm good. I've seen different lands, different countries. I've seen some kids born. I've seen some grandkids happen. I'm good. I'm tired of shooting. I'm tired of this and that. Come now, Jesus. I can't wait to see what the other side looks like. Am I trying to get there by myself? No. Lord, when you ready to take me, I'm willing to go. I ain't tripping. Because why? I'm guaranteed eternal life. You know why? Jesus' resurrection did this. Jesus' resurrection changed everything. It proves he was who he claimed to be. It proves he keeps his promises. It proves there is a life after death. More to, more, more to life than here. It's valid. You can read the Quran. The Quran said that he, he, that he mysteriously was alive. That's a whole other religion. They, they, in, in their book, it says he mysteriously got up. And guess what? Here's the biggest thing. You can't find a guy's bones. You would think the one way to, to disprove Christianity, to, to wipe it off the face, come to tell you something. Our, check it out. Next, John 20, 31 says this here. These things are written that we might believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, is Jesus Christ that, that, that is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have his life in his name. Okay. Bob says the way to sin is death, but the gift of God is everlasting eternal life in Christ Jesus. Here it is right here. This is what I want to teach you. Jesus said, to, Jesus said I, am my, I am myself, the resurrection, and the what? Whoever believes in, adhere to, trust to, relies on me, although he may die. He's saying, if Jesus Christ didn't rise from the dead, this is nonsense. This is a joke. This is the one of this is the, the most foolish promises ever made in mankind. Because if they if they ever find the bones of Christ, this entire Bible can be burnt. Because our entire faith is on one, our entire belief system is on one thing, one thing only. That Jesus Christ is alive and in heaven right now. Our whole system is built on that one thing. You would think after 2,000 years, they want to shut Christianity down. All they got to do is find some bones. They can get to the moon, put a, 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 a little machine on Mars, count Saturn's rings. Oh, trust me, 
they, if they, if they, if they, if they, it was really, they would try to find the bones of Jesus Christ. But guess what? You can't find bones of a live man who's in heaven. That's why I'm a believer. Because they can't, because they, they found, they, they found everyone else's bones. And I guarantee you, the way Satan hates Jesus Christ, the way Satan hates his world and want to bring God down, I guarantee you he put in the heart of somebody, find me them bones. But guess what? He can't find them because he's hanging out with his daddy in heaven. And because of that, I guarantee everlasting life. Yeah, I'm fearless because I can't find the bones. I'm fearless because I'm going to heaven. Come with, bring it on. I ain't scared. That's the Bible says. Whoever continues to live and believe in, has faith in, cleave to, and rely on me, shall never actually die at all. Here's the question. Do you believe this? Until you believe that, nothing you do in life, nothing you do in faith, is worthless. Unless you believe without a shadow of doubt that Christ was a real person, lived a real life, died a full-fledged real death, and rose and was resurrected again with a real life and has now took a cloud and sitting with the right hand of the Father. And a scene telling us every time Satan accuses the brother, he said, ah, he's covered. No matter what you're, no matter what, you can see, you can see this book. Guess what? It's covered. You can't see it no more. It's still useful, but it's covered. It still has still serves a purpose, but it's covered. No matter what you've been in life, Christ has covered you and said you're still useful, but your sins are covered. Now have a new life. The question is, do you believe that? Why do I why, why do I have fearless faith? Because I believe the rest. Because God said this in the last one. For God so loved the what? The world. He gave his only begotten what? Son. That whosoever believes in what? Him should not what? But have what? In the conversation. Shut the door, drop the mic. That's it. That's why, I'm, that's why I got fearless faith. I ain't scared of death. I ain't scared of nothing really. Got that from my daddy, my mama. But I got courage to go through drama through, because of Christ. I got courage, I got courage to stand firm because of my walk with Christ. So I want you to know this morning, I don't care what you're going through, what you're facing, Sharon, you just keep trusting Jesus. You hear me? You keep trusting. We're going to pray for you right now. But I want you to know, you're good. You are 100% good. All conditions. God has given you the strength to handle. You are 100% good. And John, you are just as good as her. Because you have the same faith, and I need you to stay strong. This test will be your testimony. This messy nonsense will be a great message for her to tell other people, I've trusted the living God, and he made a way. And you stand firm. This could be the greatest test. God could use this divine moment right here that may be a struggle for you to change the lives of thousands because of what you, how you handle the situation. And guess what? We the church, the same way. We can't fear calamity. We embrace it. Because God knew we could handle it. And since God knew we could handle it, we deal with it, we embrace it, and guess what? We look to him for our strength. I want you to realize today, because of Christ, 
and face stuff, but don't worry about it. Because no matter how it comes out, I'm good. That's the, fe- that's the fearless faith we have in Jesus Christ. And if you don't have that this morning, you better get it. Because you're going to face some struggles. You're going to face some trials. Without that kind of fearless faith, you will crumble under the weight of this world and this society. But with having fearless faith in Jesus Christ, there's nothing a child of God can't handle. Because why? The Bible says, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. You want to pray for our sister Sharon? Come up, I want to pray for you. You're going to have a, a, a victorious surgery this week. Husband's going to go support her. And we're going to believe God for it. That quick healing, amazing surgery, everything's done according to his will. And this will be a great testimony of, once again, of God's faithfulness to us as a family and her as his daughter. So I need you to please stand. Place your hand towards our dear sister. And believing. Don't, don't, be, don't start doubting. I need you to believe. Father God, in the name of Jesus, this is your child. You anoint her head with all God. You said, God, if anyone is sick among you, bring the elder and anoint them to lay hands upon them. So, Father, we lay hands on her right now, trusting you to heal as a symbol, God, of your Holy Spirit and your, and your grace and your healing power. Father God, give John the strength, God. He's his mate, God. He has faith, God, but he's human. He has trust, God, but he's human. Let him stand firm in you, God. Sharon loves you also, God, but she's human. Give her amazing supernatural power, God, to look this straight in the face and says, I shall not move. I trust in the living God. I trust he will show up and show himself mighty and strong on my behalf. And just in case he don't, I'm still good. Give her the faith, God, of, of, of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Father God, because of that kind of faith, you'll show up strong. You'll, you'll amaze the doctors. She'll, amaze, she'll have the nurses going, what in the world? She'll get healed so quick they go, wow, well you can go home now. Because you'll show up because you'll be, you'll be the extra hand in the surgery. You'll be the extra person, God, doing a great thing because she's your child. And we believe you, God, according to your word. Bless her right now, God. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Bless you, my sister. Thank you. Love you, God. Amen. Listen, one thing we told you in daring faith, God's going to do some miracles. God's going to do some great things. He's going to do some miracles. It's going to happen during this time. You need to, you need to tap in and lean, lean in on God now more than you ever have. Because God is about to do some things. He's about to radically change your life. This is not the time to back up. It's time to lean in and say, God, do it for me. I want this. I want to have crazy, I want to have the audacity to believe you when it don't make sense. When you believe God with, with that kind of faith, and you put him, you tell you something, the best way to get God to show up is put his word back on him. God, this is your word. You said you would do this. You know, how, you, know, you know I learned that from? From Moses, from Abraham, 
He called Abraham his friend. You ought to learn things from a friend. He said, God, if you do this, what are they going to do to you? Bible said he saw Moses face to face. He said, God, if you kill him out here, what they're going to say that you couldn't keep him. God said, you know what? You're right. Let me fix this right quick. God, you said you'd heal. You said you'd deliver. If you don't, then they'll say you can't, you can't provide for your people. You know, you're right about that. Let me take care of this right quick. Stop trying to, stop trying to, stop having you, your self-will figure stuff out. Turn it back and give it to the hands of God. Let God be God in the darkest situations, and I guarantee you, light will shine out. Darkness is the absence of light. No more and no less. The minute a match shows up in a dark place, darkness is gone. Why? Because light has showed up. So all you need in your situation, no matter 100 watt, you need a match light. And that light by itself can dispel any dark thought or dark issue in your life. So start trying, instead of trying to find the, fill the room, just try to find the light. And that light is Jesus Christ. I love you guys. Pray for me. I'm just been a rough week. It'll be a hard month. I got a lot of travels this month, a lot of preaching this month, a lot of engagement this month, a lot of meetings this month. Um, be back. I'll be back every Sunday to the preacher, y'all. But I got a lot of travels. And, and just pray for my travels. That I go places and go that. And whatever God does, I can, I can do what I got, I'm called to do. But again, I want you to start having faith. All right? Don't let this stuff in alcohol trip you up. Don't let something going on in society. Don't let the elections trip you up. God still knows exactly what's going on. He, he knew Donald and Hillary were going to be here from the foundation, so don't trip up about the situation. But guess what? We may be getting what, what, we, what, what we deserve. Who knows? He could be punishing us. Out of 33, what, million people? How many people got in, in, in the United States? What do y'all know? How many? 27 million. 270 million, uh, 270 million people in this U.S. of A. Them the best choices we got. God is trying to say something. God is trying to say something. He's saying something. And guess what? Church, you better start listening. Because he's speaking loud and clear. He's saying something. And we better start listening. To the glory of God. I don't tell nobody how to, I'm not a, I don't tell nobody how to vote. Y'all vote however y'all want to vote. But God's trying to say something. We better start listening about spiritual truth. Spiritual truth of God's word. Both your conscience, both your spirit, and don't let this stuff get you trumped trump up. And one thing we will not do at this church here, we will not, we will not pick sides here. There won't be no stronger or greater, don't care less. Go in the booth, vote, come out, and love Jesus. Okay? We don't pick fights. We don't pick fights here. All right? Because we are in America. You have the choice to do what you want to do. So go do it. Whoever wins, we're going to be first Peter. We're going to pray for our president, whoever, whoever wins. That's what we're we calling to according to first Peter. We don't have banners on either one. Because our only banner we have in this church is I am the way, the truth, and the light. That's Jesus Christ. That's, all we, that's the only banner we have in this house is that banner and that banner alone. So don't put me, you're not going to put me in a box about picking somebody. I pick Jesus. The booth is private and so is your vote. But I am going to say this here. Vote your conscience. Vote with what you can deal with. When you can face Jesus Christ with your vote, vote that vote. Whatever you cast down, be 
if you go see Jesus, if you good, if you good with seeing Jesus when you vote, cast that vote. If not, don't do it. May God bless you. See y'all later. And I get back. Take care. I gotta go. I gotta. I gotta go.